0: Yeah, hey everyone, this is Kelvin. This is episode 95 of Res Metal Podcasts. In this episode, I talk with Trey Roberts, vocalist of the band Mouth for War. If you haven't heard Mouth for War, they are a metalcore slash hardcore band formed in 2019 out of Colorado Springs, Colorado. Mouth for War just released their newest album, Bleed Yourself, on October 27th through Minart Kevy. Um,. If you like bands from like the early to mid 2000s, um, like hardcore and metalcore, you'll definitely dig Mouth For War. And just, you know, my take is they remind me of like Hatebreed meets like Dying Fetus, uh, especially with their moshing and the breakdown sections, which super, super heavy. And when I first heard the, the album that was sent to me, I was just blown away and yeah, I jumped at the chance to, talk to the band and promote the hell out of this new record but um yeah i talked to trey about you know how he formed mouth for war kind of the bands he and that influenced him and also the newest record um bleed yourself and then we just kind of talk about live shows and touring stuff but um yeah i hope everyone checks out this new mouth for war album it's like one of the heaviest albums i've heard all year definitely will make a best of 2023 uh list for me but i'll play a quick clip of them and then i'll go into my talk with trey all right yeah. Thank you. uh Kelvin I'm talking to Trey Roberts of Mouth for War how are you doing Trey I'm great how are you doing today good yeah good um it's my day off so I get to get to do this um normally yeah. I work yeah like eight to five and it's getting darker now so yeah I don't have a whole lot of time to do this but I'm glad to talk to you yeah and um every if people don't know Mouth for War have a new album believe yourself that will be out October 27th so hope everyone checks it out I, you know I got a chance to listen to it and uh man I was just blown away just you know just makes me want to like flip over the table and like you know mm-hmm. just break everything I don't know dude it's just such mm-hmm. a heavy record um, that's the goal <laughs> yeah um well if people aren't familiar can you uh just kind of like you know introduce yourself and kind of like you know how you started Moth for War and your role in Moth for War
1: uh, I'm Trey. I, uh, I do vocals and mouth war, but I, I'm the primary writer as well. So I do most of the, the writing. Um, we've been a band for about four years now. Um, a lot of us were in two other bands that kind of came together at the time. Um, I, I moved out here from Indiana. Actually, I had done, uh, done a lot of touring in a band called bruise and we played out here in Colorado four or five times. I think the last time we were here, we were like, uh, we should just move here because this place is, is perfect so we relocated out here i had already been writing music that was going to be mouth to War at the time so um i had a game plan set in my head for months while i was uh in indiana waiting to move i had guys out here that were ready to just hop on the instruments and learn my song so that was uh kind of kicked off stuff fast for us and i feel like we've been lucky to do a lot of cool things in the past four years uh thanks to just being on our shit and trying to stay ahead at all times yeah and you
0: know, you guys have um uh an album coming out um bleed yourself um and then you guys put out uh i have your first album the uh life yep. cast and glass so yeah i was familiar um and then uh yeah the new album coming out um yeah i'm really looking forward to just having like the actual like cd and record um, So when you started the band, like, uh, I mean, I guess the most obvious question you'd probably get is the name of the band. Um, yeah. Like, um, uh, was this kind of like a reference to Pantera or is this kind of like, uh, just, you know, reference to something else?
1: Um, I've always, I've grown up on Pantera and just like classic metal and stuff like that. So I think the thing is more that, uh, when I did start this band, there was a little more ideals of that kind of sound. We kind of grew into something a lot different i i still feel like the name fits but it in a way makes less sense now for sure but yeah i was a little nod to pantera at the time we've kind of grown more away from it but it's still stuck so
0: (laughs) yeah um just a side question um i know with like pantera's got a new lineup um have you got a chance to see it or any thoughts in general about the new pantera lineup
1: um I I definitely think it's kind of weird that they're doing it at all but uh my drummer went and saw him and said it was pretty insane but I haven't got the chance to do it yeah I,
0: I mean it to me it just seems like it's kind of like just like a live like I don't know like a live thing I, I don't haven't seen anything about mean them making new music but um but yeah it's cool I, I saw him in Phoenix with the uh, Metallica so I never saw them no, live. I was probably I was too young to see them like with the original lineup, but um yeah, it's cool as a live thing. Um uh if, but if they if they're going to make new music, I don't know, it'd be kind of I might might be a little hesitant to to back that uh
1: if they're going to make new uh new music under the name Pantera. Yeah, I agree. I I don't imagine they're going to do that, but yeah, I would definitely be very put off by that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um,
0: yeah, as far as like, uh, you mentioned like, you know, the, the Pantera, but, um, what, were, what, what were some other like big influences for, uh, Mouth 4?
1: Um, definitely, uh, bands like, like Lamb of God, probably one, a a number one influence overall, how we, how we like to write and execute things. And then not only that, just my vocal style a lot. I. I take after Randy Blythe in the way that he, he like uses over pronunciation and a lot of his stuff. Um, uh, and then we like, we like to mix those kind of classic metal sounds with like modern metalcore bands. Like, uh, the devil wears Prada for sure. It's been a band that has always made me love metalcore since I was super young. And, uh, I think, uh, in this, in this newest album, we took a lot of chimera influence as well. Kind of like that mid two thousands, like fast metalcore i think that was the the biggest uh new element in our stuff is probably uh chimera and meshuga for the new album was something that we tried to bring in as far as new elements
0: that's badass i love Chim- chimera that's kind of like when well i mean yeah i guess to date myself yeah i was like in high school when chimera was like um after their uh second album impossibility of reason yeah and then i think i just started college when the album that came out after that um the self-titled chimera album but yeah i'm a huge fan of chimera um yeah that whole like mid-2000s like metalcore i i was definitely like a like a big um yeah i was really into that that's kind of like kind of where i started getting more like into extreme music and like yeah i was definitely like a metallica like megadeth um like uh like pantera fan like in high school but then i think kind of like once i started here i think it was like the the freddy versus jason movie soundtrack it's like when i first started hearing like of god and like kill switch engage and like all those like um mid-2000s metalcore bands but um yeah it, it's slowly coming back i noticed um uh there's one band i i really like now uh, dying wish they really remind me of that oh, at yeah. that time yeah
1: for sure they're, they're spot on with it there's a there's a lot of bands doing that stuff now and it's just i i love it because that's the the coolest kind of metalcore to me they've got the 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 scary mosh breakdowns but they just do all sorts of like metal stuff too which i think is just cool yeah
0: no i dig it <laughs> and um yeah, i could definitely now that you mentioned chimera i could definitely kind of hear that now listening to the album uh, mouth for war album um oh yeah oh uh, you know i you got i read you guys are kind of based out of like uh colorado springs you know and uh as a listener i've always associated colorado with like more like death metal and like black metal but not a whole lot of like you know bands like your style um like kind of like the more hardcore style what other bands are in Colorado that kind of play your style of music?
1: Um, I would say it's, it is kind of a small amount of bands that are actually trying to do the metal core thing, or even, even bands that are not doing the same kind of metal core as us, but there are a few really solid bands. Uh, Fox Lake is popping off right now. They're, uh, they're, they've got like more of a new metal and like a rap metal thing going on, but they're, they're really good at what they do. Good friends of ours, but, uh, there's, a band called Moral Law from out here. It's a cool vegan straight edge band that I think people should check out. Uh, Just a bunch of angry little dudes just yelling about being vegan and they're all the best guys ever. So, and then uh, let's see, Uh, there's a band, a newer band out here called Backlift that are good friends of mine that I think are are really popping up right now. But yeah, you're right. There's definitely a a heavy death metal scene. Even if there's not that many death metal bands left out here right now, that's just what the people want to hear. I mean, um a couple of us played a death metal band called 10 of the chest and this is our favorite place to play for sure Colorado Springs in Denver loves that that grimy caveman music so
0: (laughs) yeah I'm in like the four corners part of Arizona and yeah I've been through Colorado a couple times (laughs) um but yeah I've um no I'm definitely a supporter of all the like four corner bands Arizona New Mexico uh Colorado uh Utah um and you guys just formed you said in like 2019 and um yeah I mean to me yeah that's that's not too long ago um like uh after you guys put out your like first album like what were some um I guess opportunities or was there like a tour or was there just like networking that kind of got you guys like on like this next level with uh your new album like with the label um I guess in regards to yeah
1: yeah there were a few things that really bumped us up early that we're super grateful especially we do have to remind ourselves that it's only been four years sometimes we're like super lucky and proud to have been some been on some of the cool stuff we've done um I think the biggest thing uh, our very first ep and ear kept to the ground we had we had it all together already and our drummer met uh scott lee which runs 1126 records he's a, a big manager for a lot of cool bands that we like um at so what fest i think and he gave him his number for some reason me and mason were hanging out he's like i'm, I'm gonna send this guy our ep just just because i don't know he seemed like a cool guy scott called us immediately he's like yeah look, i'm going write up a contract right now what do you guys want to do this this shit is awesome like we were like, "Oh, this is this is crazy. We've only played like two shows or something. and This guy wants to sign us." And uh, Scott's really good at his job, so um, we put out that EP on our own, and then he he put out Life Cast and Glass and had us all all ready to go. And right off of, uh, of course, if the pandemic hadn't happened, there's a lot of things that could have happened in there. But straight off of that, uh, the pandemic dying down, Scott got us on a tour with uh, Body Snatcher, Boundaries, and Left to Suffer, and that was about. 40 45 days or so and I think that was the biggest booster for us for sure we we had to put out life casting glass when no one was touring at all so we sat on it for a solid few months and, and that's always kind of scary but as soon as it was time I, that body sensor tour was kind of like the first uh big cool tour back from from COVID that everybody was like holy shit this is this is awesome so we were super lucky to get put on that and go play numerous sold out shows right off the bat with our new album and yeah that was a big booster for us thanks to scott and thanks to body snatcher of course those those guys are awesome
0: yeah oh yeah i like them i'm wearing a body Snatcher shirt right now too so oh nice yeah yeah some, some of the coolest year, guys yeah yeah, yeah the, and they're amazing they're
1: really
0: live sick. yeah yeah super heavy like just like you know just super heavy like downtuned breakdowns <laughs> i love that style mm-hmm. um and then for this uh new album, um I guess what was like your or I guess when did you guys start writing it? Was it just uh something you guys just was it just songs from your previous album that you guys worked on or was it just kind of like something new
1: or start songs from scratch? Um, I kind of uh after Life Casting Glass, I kind of took time off to purposely not write Mouth of War and trying to try to clear my mind a little bit. So yeah we did wait just a little bit and then way before we even really knew what our plan was as far as a new record or if it was going to be an ep i just started writing just just to write you know and that's how some of uh some of the tracks on the record the devil and saturate me were kind of right in the middle of the album were some of the first tracks i wrote at the time we thought it was going to be an ep or something but that was before we met everybody at monarch and got hooked up with the new label so it just grew into something that it, it ended up working out really well i had a handful of songs already laid down that we were just like this is what we're working on i don't know what we're doing so when they say, okay it's time to make a full length i just really stepped on it and it, it kind of all came together very naturally i think i'm I'm super excited to get it out
0: yeah nice yeah like i said i really dig it um like so for this uh the, the new label and new album has it allowed you guys to kind of focus like on um music as a career or do you guys kind of still like you know work at, um
1: like where you guys are at now um it's at least uh in in the sights that's that's the goal you know everybody in our band we we put in our time on the road trying to do what we can to to get the word about out about this band but you know for now we're at the you know the the lower stage where we gotta we really gotta put in that work you know so everybody in this band wants this to be our career one day and we're completely here to put our asses on the road and get out there and let everybody see us but for now we're some uh some restaurant construction boys everybody but me honestly i'm, I'm the last one that should be talking because i just do recording stuff that's that's where i'm at right now in the studio but yeah we're all uh going to put in the work over the next year to hopefully this can be our main gig
0: yeah like so I mean you mentioned since you guys are still new and kind of working your way up like as far as like touring life goes like um you know we always I always like read about like how um venues you know take you know merch cuts and uh I I don't know like what's your what's mouth for is like experience so far with like being a touring band
1: um i think at least right now specifically is is a very good time to be touring people are super appreciative of music people don't care how much your shirts cost they just want to make sure you're staying out um we've been pretty lucky with the the merch cut crap because uh you know a lot of times they, they don't talk about this like people don't talk about this publicly. But you just get a good merch guy that's good at lying or good at talking to people. Usually you can figure it out. And like unless you're going in the venue and making ten thousand dollars, you know, and they they watch how much you're making. A lot of times it's not that deep, you know. If we're we're at the bottom of a a four band package, you know, and top guys selling this much, and the you know it kind of just trickles down. We're at the bottom. They're gonna ask how much did you make like this. And a lot of times I'll just be like you're you're good we're not gonna take money from you guys but we've been super lucky to be on tour with like good tms that i'll, I'll see on the itinerary it's like this merch cut and i'm like oh damn it I don't, i'm not gonna do that and then 10 minutes later they're like you're good get out of here and we're like oh what what did you even say to them? but mm-hmm. yeah you know, we've, we've had good luck with that and we really love being on the road some people make it way more stressful than they need to be but i think everybody in mouth war really likes just being together and hanging out and all of us like the uh redundancy i guess of touring and like showing up every day and knowing exactly what has to go down every day it, it kind of works for us so we've had some we've had great touring experiences so far in mouthful war yeah
0: yeah um well i'm out here in like arizona and the four corners area but i i seen you guys play shows in albuquerque yeah, i haven't had, got a chance to mm-hmm. see you guys play yet but um i guess is there like uh Part of the country that you know that you guys kind of get a bigger response or uh, a bigger like um reception
1: um always of course at home you know just like anybody this is this is our favorite place to play It's half the reason we end up living here um there's a few other places we really like playing i guess um indiana because uh our drummer actually currently lives there he's the only one that doesn't live in colorado but that's also a home for me so it's kind of a place that we can be excited about going now because it feels like uh, another hometown. We we try to stop there a lot and just keep our friends and family and try to build a, a really solid base in Indianapolis where a lot of times we have to stop and pick up our drummer. So we might as well play a cool show here. Um, Louisville, Kentucky is a, is a very cool place for us to love. We've done LDB there. Uh, the old Spinelli set closed down. Um, yeah, those are a couple of our our best spots, I'd say.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, that's that's awesome. I really can't I, I really would like to see you guys like play live. I mean, just like how heavy how aggressive the music sounds just on like a CD. Just I, I would love to check it out live.
1: Hell yeah. Hopefully we'll be out that way. I'd imagine we'll be out that way again quite soon. Yeah. Um with the new album coming out, are you guys like
0: have you guys announced any like upcoming like tours to support the new album?
1: Uh, nothing announced yet. Just a lot of sticks in the fire. Really, um just waiting on confirmations. But we definitely know that we'll be. We should be expected everywhere next year. We're going to be putting in the time, so we'll be out there playing. I'd imagine every state by the end of the year.
0: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that'd be a, that'd be sweet. Hopefully, um, somewhere around here, I can check out. Um, I live pretty far from like Phoenix um about five hours but Albuquerque is just like a two-hour
1: drive for me so I don't mind making that drive yeah that's the that's a pretty common place for us because being from Colorado everything is so far away and Albuquerque is I think the closest major market actually so we end up there a lot
0: okay yeah cool um but uh and then um I guess this is just kind of like a out there question but um Um, if you guys could put if you could put together like a tour, like what what kind of bands would you say you would want to like play with or play alongside with?
1: That's a good one. There's a lot of cool bands that we'd love to tour with. If we were if we were talking about a tour, that I think would just be a a monster of a tour that would have a bunch of fitting bands. I I could see something like like khan you know, um maybe Dying Wish, Boundaries, and us would be cool, but. We've been uh, hoping for a chance to just get out with Boundaries because they're really good friends of ours. Um, uh, Four in Hands would also be a band that we would absolutely love to tour with. Uh, Orthodox Chamber, that there's lots of just any any mix up of all those. Man, there's there's so many cool bands doing stuff right now. Yeah, it'd be cool to
0: see Mouth Four with like some like death metal bands that have that like hardcore like influence like um like dying fetus or like dead that'd, yeah. that'd be really sick
1: spot on i think somebody 10 minutes ago just joked about dying fetus offering us a tour so if they're listening to this take us out dying fetus <laughs> yeah oh yeah dude, i do i like especially like all those like moshing like breakdowns
0: like i think like dying fetus really takes a lot of influence from like the hardcore style and like metalcore style
1: oh yeah yeah we love that's so what we love about that band
0: yeah um but uh yeah like I like I was you know I'm just telling everyone uh who's listening just yeah check out the album uh bleed yourself like um preferably like pick up the record you guys got some like sweet looking like records that you guys have available
1: yes for sure yeah everything uh everything's online we got a I think three variants you can our Bandcamp and then monarchs website and then our website you can get three different vinyl uh variants and then there's CDs to be snagged up yeah
0: yeah no i'm i'm just like i'm saying yeah for sure people should check it out because I, I feel like it's going to be a, something that people will look back on and will like you know really appreciate like just as time goes on just how heavy the record is
1: hell yeah love to hear it
0: all right Well, um, that's kind of it for me, uh, for my questions, Trey. Um, I'll go ahead and um, let you go. But thanks for, again, for talking with me. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, man. All right. No problem.